Hello, and welcome to My Tiny Bottles, the podcast where I'm exploring my grandmother's legacy of miniature liquor bottles, one tiny bottle at a time. I'm your host, Tammy Coxon. At the end of bottle 32, Seagram's Amandine, I said it wouldn't be long before we had another bottle from Seagram's. And here it is, where you'd least expect it, disguised as a bottle of Captain Morgan light rum. Not the spiced rum we instantly associate with the Captain Morgan name, but just a barely gold rum labeled as light in English and leger in French. If you didn't know Captain Morgan was originally a Seagram's brand, you're in good company, because I had no idea either. But there's a big tip-off on the label, which lists Captain Morgan Rum Distillers Limited, Waterloo, Ontario. This is, of course, where the original Seagram's distillery was located. While blended whiskeys were Seagram's primary focus during the post-prohibition period, they didn't limit themselves just to that. Rum grew in popularity in the 1940s, as whiskey production in both the U.S. and Scotland was curtailed due to World War II. Seagram's launched the Captain Morgan brand in 1944, using rums from a variety of Jamaican distilleries. They also had facilities in Puerto Rico, and in 1953 purchased the Long Pond Distillery from the Jamaican government to ensure their rum supply. Seagram's mostly marketed the Captain Morgan brand in the UK and Canada. In Canada, by the 1960s, there were four different rums. Black Label, recommended for eggnog and hot buttered rum. Deluxe, unexcelled quality. Gold Label, golden in color with rich and full-bodied taste, and White Label, an extra light rum for daiquiris and rum and tonics. By the 1970s, advertisements proclaimed Captain Morgan to be Canada's best-selling rum. Then came the 1980s. According to a great article at boozebusiness.com, Seagram's U.S. arm reviewed its brands looking for new product opportunities. They identified rum as a gap in the U.S. where clear spirits were booming, but they didn't see a way to compete against the big dog in the white rum category, Bacardi. So they decided instead to come up with something new and create a value-added product. They added flavorings to rum, especially vanilla, and dubbed it a spiced rum. After some squabbling about the name, someone suggested using the name of a rum brand the company already owned, Captain Morgan. The rest is, well, history. Test markets in 1982 went well, and the brand was released in 1984. Strong marketing, such as Barnites with Captain and the Morganettes, helped propel the brand as the standard bearer of a brand new spice rum category, and to pretty much obliterate the prior history of the Captain Morgan brand. Wikipedia doesn't even acknowledge it existing before 1984. As we've previously established, my bottle, not spiced. So when is it from? A commenter, thanks Lisa, suggested that I reach out to Don Mates. He's the artist who created the iconic image of Captain Morgan that graced the labels of the spiced rum on its release in the US. He told me that he started working with them in 1982 and confirmed that the tiny Captain picture on my bottle is not his. Which makes sense because the US Captain Morgan wouldn't release a non-spiced version until the 1990s. Things were different in Canada, though. Captain Morgan was still selling non-spiced rum there all through the 80s, and they weren't using Mates' art to do it. Looking at Canadian ag campaigns between the 70s and 80s, the coloring of the captain is very similar, but it looks like he went on a diet and slimmed up a bit in the 80s. My tiny bottle of Captain seems more like the stately 1970s version. The label is bilingual, which would mean it's 1974 or after, because that's when Canada required bilingual labels. It also has a blended and bottled in bond under government supervision notice on it, but I haven't been able to attach that to a specific time period. If you know anything about the history of Canadian bottled and bond rules, I would love to hear from you. But here's what I think is the most interesting thing about this bottle. I have not, after way too many hours of looking, 
ever found another bottle online that is labeled like mine. There are extra light white rums. There are gold label rums. But what I have is a bottle with a gold label that's not called gold label, with a very pale rum in the bottle, and with just light, not extra light. I'm going to guess 1974 to 1980 is an age range, but I'd love to hear from anyone who can help me track this one down. If that's you, get in touch. Drop a comment at mytinybottles.com or look for at mytinybottles on social media. And don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Cheers! This episode was produced by Lester Graham. The theme song is Snooter by Josh Woodward.